What's up? It's the blog mama coming to y'all like I know how, man. Listen, I know I was a little MIA. I had to take a, a nice vacation uh, for myself actually in the MIA um, where I went to college at. And But I'm back, yo. But today's show is going to be a, a little bit different from what y'all know with Like Word Sports. It's going to be an all-NBA show. All-NBA. Um, but listen, uh, my co-host JB is not able to be with me today, but I got a very nice feeling. Um, I like to call him the Mo Williams to my LeBron. Um, it was my college basketball teammate, um, Rudy Bowen. Welcome to the show. Thank you. What up, what up, what up? Pleasure to be here. You know what I mean? On Like Word Sports, got to show love. So you asked me to come on. It's nothing. I'm here. Okay, okay, young. So, um, oh, yeah, by the way, I call him Young Rude. That's, that's, you know, that's his nickname. That's what we always called him. Um, young, just give the people a little bit of background about yourself before we, before we <clears> get into these. Uh, hot debates. Um, born and raised in New York, so of course, Knicks fan, Giants fan. I know we're going to talk about talk about it, um, but of course, you know, moved to Miami, played college basketball with, with the dude Raj, Vlad Mamba. You know what I mean, and just we, we just love sports, so that's why I'm here today, just to talk sports, talk basketball, talk talk what we know. You know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. Now we've been. Young, this is something that we've always, like, we do it regularly. Like, even when I was just out there, that's just something we was doing, just talk about mad debates. And though we can have those mother joints next time you come on. But, right, you know, right. I just want to give the people a little bit of taste of how, how we got down um, on, on these debates, yo. So, again, thank you so much for, you know, filling in. And then let's get right into it, man. Um, yo, Young, the NBA playoffs start Saturday. Right. The NBA playoffs start this Saturday, and, um, you know, I, I made a couple predictions earlier in the year. Um, some of them panned out, some of them didn't. Um, but, yo, let's get right into it, man. Um, let me ask you, you want to start with the Eastern Conference or the Western Conference first? Um, I want to start West. Let's, let's start West. All right, so Western Conference. I'm gonna just, So the, the, the first playoff series, we got the one versus eight, Golden right. State versus the Clippers. Um, so I'm a, let me let me just this one you know ain't going to be all that drawn out for me. The Golden State Warriors are going to sweep them. I don't. <laughs> yo, yo, the Golden State Warriors are going to sweep them. Um, and, and here's why, yo, because the Clippers, I, I think they have enough to go up and down with with the Warriors, but they just don't have enough firepower, yo. And I personally don't think they go, are going to win one game. I really don't think so. Um, and the reason I'm saying that, Young, is because the travel is not far either. So it's not like they're going from Cali to OKC. You see what I'm saying? Right. So the travel's not a whole bunch. And, yo, the, I, 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 could, I would almost want to put a like word sports guarantee. My boy JB was like, oh, here we go. But I almost <laughs> guarantee they won't win one game, yo. The Clippers won't win one game. This is a sweep. <clears throat> um, I, w- I want to agree with you. But I think I think this is gonna be a five game series, being that you have to play two games in LA. So of course, uh, Golden State they're gonna take the first two games um, in the season series. The Warriors lead it three one. I mean, right. but there was two games that were decently close. One of the games they won December twenty third, one twenty seven to one twenty nine. Um, right. Golden State won, and then the game that they that the Clippers actually won. Uh, it was 116 to 121. Every game outside of that was a, basically a blowout. So I feel like that series will probably be 
a four to one series. LA takes one game at home. So, so let me let me ask you this: two questions for you. The um the the game the the Clippers won. That was later in the year. That was in that was actually in the calendar year of 2019. Correct? No, they actually won back in November. That so that's sorry. my point. That's my <laughs> point. <laughs> That's why they ain't gonna win nothing. <laughs> I threw that. I was, that was. I threw that lob right there. I knew that already. They they got no chance, yo. Um, and then the next thing you're saying. So if you if they do win one, young, you got them basically winning game three. Um, possibly game four. You know they they they're not gonna want to just lose in front of their home court and you know not give them something to be happy about. So I think maybe if it's not game three, they definitely have. They're gonna win game four. Uh, no, Oklahoma. Golden State takes it back, and uh, they win it in Game uh, Five. So, so let's put it out there. So, I got this as a sweep. So, you you don't think that Golden State is going to sweep them? Uh, no, I feel like LA. They have they have something to prove, so they're going to win at least one game. The only way go um um Golden State loses one of these games is if Patrick Beverly is all up in Steph Curry. Yes, I believe that. I'm not a Pat, Pat Beverly fan. I'm not a Pat Beverly fan, but I believe if he gets into Steph Curry good enough that where you have to have Clay or KD or DeMarcus, you know, basically have to lead the team, which, you know, they all can do very well. Did you just hear what you just said? You just named all All-Stars. So <laughs> I, I, just, I just think that is very likely. It doesn't matter. Like, Steph can – to play, play. Even though the, the Warriors have a um, not have a good record when um, he's out of the game, but it's like, come on, man! Like, it's it's one game, it's one game. I just don't see it happening. I, I really don't. I I just don't see it happening. You know? You're you're allowed. You're allowed to not see. <laughs> Guess what? I'm gonna be right. <laughs> All right. Um. So look, listen. All right. So you got that series going four to one. I myself got that as the sweep, and I'll be honest with you, that is the only sweep I have in the first round of the playoffs. That's actually um, surprising. Let me ask you this though, before we get on to our to our next um series, do you have any sweeps in the first round in the playoffs? I have a couple, actually. Ooh, I can't wait till we get them. I can't <laughs> wait till we get those I can't wait till we get to those. But um, all right, let, let's uh, you know, we're gonna get a commercial break right here. And we'll get to the next uh, series. Uh, wh- what's the next series, Young? Um, what is it? Two versus seven. I think that's Denver and the Spurs. Yes. Yeah, we'll get right into that after the commercial break. All right, guys. Thank you for... Uh, Stay in tune with us here with the Like War Sports Show. You heard on the last one um, uh, the, uh, between the Warriors and some team that's going to get swept, but that will, we already discussed that. So. <laughs> All right. So let's go on to the next one, man. Uh, series, Young. It's the Spurs and the uh, the Nuggets, the number two seed Denver Nuggets, yo. Before I, before, before I, I give you the, the mic, Young, yo, we, both of us are huge Mellow fans. Yo, I, I ain't going to hold you. I didn't think the Nuggets would ever get back to any kind of prominence without me. You know, and look at the I, same here. I'm in the same boat as you. Yo, it was, I was, yo, like, dang, that's crazy. And they don't really got no, like, 
superstars. They, I mean, they may got a, some up and coming stars, but you know, what I mean, like it's it's just crazy to see that team the, the way they're performing. Right, right. But uh, nonetheless, yo, I'm gonna let you go on this one. Take the lead on this one. Spurs versus the Nuggets series. Who you got? Take the mic. All right. Well, Spurs and Nuggets uh, during the the regular season series is tied two two. Um, this one's tough because it, it's the Spurs. Like you can't count the Spurs out. They're almost like they're almost like the New, New England Patriots of the NBA. Like Greg right. Popovich, you know, he's a mastermind when it comes to coaching. And I, I don't think that I, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if Greg Popovich comes into this series thinking that he has the edge over the Denver Nuggets, just being that they they tied the season series 2-2. Um, right. Most of the games are generally close. There was only one game that was a blowout, blowout where Denver won uh, 85-113. to That was on April 3rd, basically nine days ago. Um, right. I, I want to believe that, you know, Pop was just getting ready for the playoffs and – you know, maybe took a sacrifice loss to not have to play the Golden State Warriors, but, especially especially for Pop because he he does stuff like that. Like you said, Young, he's the he's a mastermind of, of all this stuff. So that's a that's a very good point. He almost it's almost like fluffing up the Nuggets to say, okay, beat us by right. forty. Well, we, you know, wait till the playoffs or something like that. But that, that's exactly. a very good point. <laughs> um, but I, I, to me, this is probably the only upset I have. Where this series, I feel like San Antonio wins four two, only because their experience, only because of their experience. Like the Denver Nuggets, this is the first time in the playoffs as a top seed. They don't have a superstar guy they could go to and and basically say, "Here, take the ball, go give us 30. I mean, they have Paul Mills. I mean, was it Paul Millsap, who was part of that same Atlanta Hawks team that was made up almost similar to these the current Denver Nuggets right they don't have a superstar player everybody's in that realm of you know getting over 10 points per game in that starting lineup they have a couple mm-hmm. guys who come off the bench that can you know do some things and score but I've, I just feel like it's not enough because it's the Spurs like you're, you're going against the Spurs and right. I just feel like Greg Pop he's, he's gonna get out that first round he's gonna basically out coach now I'm not saying the players are gonna be outplayed I just feel like Greg Popovich is going to outcoach the Denver Nuggets. Playing this Wow. So look, but wow, Rudy, I, I didn't, I didn't think you uh, was going to take that stance. Um, but do you think that with that much disparity between the teams, like the the points per game is is drastically different mm-hmm. between between the Nuggets and the Spurs? Do you think that Pop is going to be able to make up for all of that? Uh, I think Pop will basically be able to adjust on the fly. Huh. I feel like Pop will basically be able to adjust on the fly. Like he has that ability to know, all right, this team is a running gun team. What we're going to do is we're going to try to kill him in the half court. They got LaMarcus Aldridge, who basically from 15 feet and under, he's, I'm not saying he's unstoppable. I'm not a fan of LaMarcus Aldridge, but he could get it done. They got guys who who can basically play the perimeter game. They do have a young group of guards, DeJounte Murray, um, I can't yep. remember the other guy's name off the top of my head. I don't have to look him up. Um, they have a young group of guards that, that can play and keep up with the guards that Denver has. And mm-hmm. I, I just feel like Greg Popovich, he's just such a mastermind when it comes to coaching. He's just so smart. He's so so intelligent. He's going to find a way to slow down the game for his team okay. to basically you know, take over the Nuggets. All right. So let me let me let you know what I got. And I, that's why I said I was shocked. 
yo, I ain't gonna hold you. I got the Spurs at seven. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, I got I got the Spurs at seven, yo. Yo, basically, almost like everything you were saying, like, I just feel like the Nuggets, like, yo, I, I said this years ago when, when, it, when OKC played the Heat um, oh. in, in the finals. And I, I said, they're, they're, they can't win it this year. I said, that doesn't happen in the NBA where it's, you, you have to go through some stuff. Right. You know, you have to go through some trials and tribulations. You have to get to another level before you get to become a champion. Okay, and and so I, I said that many years ago. I said that many years ago, and um, uh, about OKC, and I feel like that's what the Nuggets are right now. Um, right. I just like you said, this is the first time they've been in the playoffs at, at this high of a seed. You know what I mean? Um, I just can't see. I think this is going to be a great series. I think this series, honestly, will be the only series where we see. Like it's going to be total flip flops. I think because I got to go in seven, you got to go in six. I just think we'll see some games like each team win by like twenty points. Right. You know what I'm saying? I can see that happening, but um, I just don't. I do not see Demar Derozan, you know, going down without a fight. I think that it's, it's going to be it's a major key for him to, you know, step up in, the, in on this team in the Western Conference, even though he only got him to the. The seventh seventh seed, I think this is like almost like a perfect matchup. It's like boxing, man, where you know they say matchups make fights, and I think with Greg Popovich and Demar Derozan, this matchup is almost like the perfect matchup for them to win, and that would be a very 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 nice accolade to go on Demar Derozan's resume that he came over to the West and beat the number two team. Right, right, facts. In, in a conference, so I think you know. That's crazy, yo. This is we both got an upset on the Nuggets, yo. Is is that our mellow box that's coming in or what? Nah, I just I, I, like I said, I just I, I see them too much as that Atlanta team a few years ago. Everybody saw them; they were in like the one or two seed. Paul Millsap right. was leading the team. They had Kyle Korver, Jeff T, but like they no. didn't have a specific Not superstar, that. right? And it, being that it's a crazy team, the, but no one believed in them. But in the playoffs, you need a guy who's going to go out and get you that 25 to 30, like grind it out. And like you said, DeMarcus, uh, uh, DeMar DeRozan, he can get you that 25 to 30. DeMarcus Aldridge, he can get you that 25 to 30. Like the Nuggets, I feel like they don't have enough firepower like for that in the playoffs because the playoffs, after that first game, whether Denver loses or wins, Greg Popovich is going to make adjustments. He's going to see yeah. how the game is played. He's going to watch the film. He's going to break everything down and just be super meticulous. And game two, if 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 then I'm saying if Denver wins game one, game two will be totally different. Like it'll yeah. be a totally different game because Greg Pop yo, Greg Pop is going to make those adjustments on the fly. And 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 that's a good point, yo. I, that that Atlanta Hawks reference is like is is great, and that's why I said I think this is the only series that. You will see a forty-point swing in a game, meaning one team wins by twenty-one night, the next team wins by twenty the next night. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Literally, see that in the series because of the veteran um, mindset of Greg Popovich, and also because the young-mindedness of the Denver Nuggets. Not the coach right. per se, but just that is a young team. You know what I mean. So the only old guy they really got that makes uh, contributions is is um, the boy from the uh, Hawks, uh, Millsap, Paul Millsap. Millsap. So. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just, you know, 
you know, Rudy, you know what would be crazy? That once once we we post this, um, and about like next week or the week and a half, like the Jazz, I mean the uh, Nuggets winning like five or something like that. That would be ridiculous. <laughs> but once again, I just don't see it happening. Being that it's the Spurs, like you, it's like going against Tom Brady. You can't count Tom Brady out until there's ten right. seconds, ten seconds left on the clock. The New England Patriots are on defense and they have no time on stuff and they're down by three. That's the only way you count them out. Like, that's the only And I just feel the Spurs are that particular same team. They've been consistent throughout the years, basically making it to the playoffs, going deep into the playoffs, and they've beaten teams that, you know, I wouldn't expect. Like, you're going against KD and Westbrook. They end up beating KD and Westbrook. Like, you know, they, right. you can't count them out ever. So I, I just feel like the Spurs, they're going to upset the, the Nuggets. Six Yo, games. you got them in six. You got the Spurs in six. I got the Spurs in seven. We just need – so we basically saying the Spurs are going to win this series. And, right, right. you know, what I mean? that's 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 crazy that we agreed on that. But, yo, this next series, Rudy, ooh, I got a lot to say about this one. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> We may we may go over the time on that one. The, um, Damian Lillard versus Russell Westbrook. Yes, yes. Leave that. <laughs> Wait till we come back after this break, yo. <laughs> Welcome back, y'all. Welcome to the Like Word Sports Show again. Listen. This next series, it's it's young. This next series that we about to discuss, Portland versus OKC. There's a lot of innuendos in this one. A lot of a lot of innuendos in this one. And I, yo, honestly, I just want to get right into it, yo. Let me let me just get right into it. Let's get it, young. I'm gonna start off. I got, I got. All right. Let me let me just make sure I'm ready for this because I know a couple OKC fans in the like word sports community. My boy Rail, um, JD, you know what I mean? They real OKC fans. My boy Rail, young, he been an OKC like he he been an OKC fan when they was like Seattle, yo. Like he's a, and he, he loved Westbrook, yo. He's always been on Westbrook's head, but he not gonna like what I'm about to say. I, I have a question though before you get started. Go ahead, go ahead, young. Do you like Westbrook? Yes, I do. I remember a long, long, long time ago where you really didn't like Westbrook at all. Yeah, it was almost like I hated him. Almost is not. Almost is like it's like an understatement. Like you didn't like him at all. (laughs) (laughs) Young, I hate yo. Do you remember what I used to call him? His last name? No, I don't. Russell Dumbrook. I remember now. Yo, cause he played so dumb, but I like him now. Yo, he he finally got a he got a gauge on his athletic ability, and I like it. I personally, I think the injury helped him. Like, mm. slow slow yourself down a little bit. Everything don't got to be in sixth gear, bro. Okay, okay. But yeah, so I'm a fan of Westbrook now. Yes. All right, wow. so I have Portland in seven. <clears throat> what? Yeah, yeah. Let the debate begin, <laughs> right? Listen. Wait, wait, I, oh wait. <laughs> All right, and you know this is my favorite show, Jalen, Jalen and Jacoby. Whenever yes. Jalen says something crazy, Reggie gets on the on the on the thing, and then you hear the what? <laughs> you need that for that? Are you serious, Reggie? 
Yo, I got I got Portland in seven. Wow, I almost fell off my chair. Like we taking a lot of things from people, but on, on my Kevin Hart stuff, let me explain. <laughs> let me explain. All right. Uh, so, um, earlier I mentioned about teams having to go through like the grind mm-hmm. to get to a certain point. And that's why I feel like the the Blazers have done. This is like their third time in the playoffs, fourth time in the playoffs, where they've been at either first round exits or was up in the series and they lost the series. I just think that comes to an end this year. Um, and and it just so happens, Young, that it has to be OKC. And the reason I'm saying that it's going to happen is because notice what I said. I said Portland in seven. Yeah. So they, they're the three seed. OKC's the six seed. They got home court advantage. All right. So another thing, yo, Young, they, these, I looked at the season series. And I know you already noticed because you've been on your P's and Q's so far in the show. The season series was swept by OKC. Facts. The, the Portland Trailblazers have not won one game this entire year versus OKC. Here's the thing. Out of those four games, the total amount of points that the Blazers have lost by total, Rudy, it's nine. So that means a made free throw here. That means a made three pointer there. That means a, 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 a three point, a four point play here and there, an extra still that that could be easily switched. To two and two or four and zero the other way. So even though um, the Blazers have not beat OKC this entire season, I'm thinking in this playoff, not only will they beat them, but they're going to win the series. Those games are too close for me to sit up here and say, "All right, yeah, OKC is going to sweep them." Now I know you crazy and everything like that, and you made some 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 nut stuff, but. I can't, I can't do that, Rudy. I'm not going to sit up here and say that OKC, which is a sixth seed, who who has been very inconsistent this year, is going to b- beat a Blazers team that they've only beaten by, four, um, even though they beat them four times, by a combined of nine points. Nah, that I can't do that. Give me Portland Trail Blazers. Damian Lillard gets to the second round in, in, in uh, game seven. Wow. I'm actually surprised. Only because... So far, for the first two series that we did, we've been basically on the same accord. Like, you know, we've agreed basically that the teams that are going to win are going to win, and teams that are going to lose are going to lose, and reasons why. Okay. This one, I'm surprised. I, I definitely feel like this, this, if OKC wins to me, it's not an upset, only because the Portland Trail Blazers, I feel like, are a team that they lost one of their best players late in the season. Right. Yeah. Broke his. Uh, what was Nur- Nurkic? Is it Nurkic? Yep. Nurkic broke his leg. Yeah. Now they're reverting back to the team that they had the year before, where it's Damian Lillard and McCallum led. Yes, they do have some assets. Alfu Camino. Mm-hmm. It's a great defender, three and D guy. He can shoot the three. But I, I just I don't see it in Portland. I feel like Portland's one of those teams like. They make it to the playoffs, and you know they, they get lost into the into the, the the playoff picture because 
they, they don't make it to the second round. So, like, we can look back and see every year they make it. You know, I can't even remember a year that they made it to the second round. And then with OKC, to me, you got Russell Westbrook, who, to me, he still has a lot to prove as an NBA player. Paul George still has a lot to prove as an NBA player. I agree. He's one of those guys that uh, was an MVP talks, you know, midseason. And, you know, being that, you know, he lost a couple games here. They weren't the same team after All-Star break. I feel like they, they have a lot to prove. And if, like you said, a combined average game, nine points per game. The only game that was close was the first game they played back on January 4th where uh, OKC won by two points. Every other game has just been decided by a total of nine points. Like, right. <laughs> I, to me, it's not an upset of OKC wins. and I, I don't think this is probably one of the best series that we're going to get as far as in the Western Conference. Um, right. I feel like this can go seven games, but I don't think Portland wins it only because I just feel like OKC has too many guns. You have two, two guys who are, to me, they can be top seven, part of the top seven. Yeah. And whether you have Westbrook before Paul George or Paul George before Westbrook, I just feel like th- those two, they're too good to lose to a team that I'm not saying Damian Lillard isn't good, not saying Caesar McCollum isn't good, but I just feel like OKC just has a lot more firepower. They're trending up. They won their last five games uh, t- to get the positioning that they're at. And, of course, I wouldn't want to play the Golden State Warriors. So, you know, they played hard enough to not be in that area where, all right, we're playing, you know, Golden State. But if I'm a team that's outside of OKC, if I'm any team in the Western Conference, any of those seven other teams, the team that I don't want to play is OKC. Yeah, see, yeah, I, yo, they they have been – and I get what you're saying. I, I know that the NBA playoff basketball is way different than regular season. I, I we, we both know that. Um, but, Rudy, they, they have been inconsistent, man. So what I'm saying is they're a sixth seed. Like, to me, OKC – is a top four team in the West. I personally, just, I mean, just if I'm just keeping G, I personally think OKC has a better team than the Blazers. So, and that's what, and that 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 gives you credence to uh to what you're saying. But I think they're overall a better team. It's just they're not consistent, yo. And like some nights, we we we're, we're going to see it, yo. And that's why I'm glad. Like, you know, Russell Westbrook and Dame don't don't like each other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you know why that is? Because they're very similar. Yeah. I, I, that's what I think it is. D- Russell Westbrook ain't never leaving OKC. Damian Lillard ain't never leaving OKC. They n- Neither one of them is going to back down. They're both dogs. Like, they got they got the, you know, they're just going at it every single night. You know what I'm saying? I personally think that's – Russ is not used to people, especially at the guard position, being like that. That's that's similar to him. Now I'm not yeah. saying he's one thing, but Damian Lillard, I don't think he gets enough credit because that dude doesn't back down. Like he he he's just like Westbrook, yo. So, you know, athletic ability. It's just you know, it's just they're very very similar. Um, now I could see Paul George being the X factor, but Rudy, these games are going to be close. The, the, the season series dictates that. And being that the Blazers have have the um, the higher seed. In the home court advantage, that's what I'm going with, man. That's 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 what I'm going with. I, I want to agree with you, but for a team, Portland, the Portland Trailblazers in their division, they're six and ten. They're basically 
not the worst record in the in the division, the the Northwest division, but like the second worst record in the division. And OKC okay. in that division, they're nine and seven. They're plus two on the five hundreds. You know, basically on the five hundred spectrum. And right. guess what? They played Portland four times and they beat them four times. So yeah. it's like to play a team four times in a season. Like, and it's not like they played them where. It was, you know, they played them back in October. They played them in November, and you know they haven't played them since. No, they played them January fourth, January twenty second, February eleventh, and March seventh. That's all within the last four months, and those are pretty close games as far as you know time frames. So I, I feel like OKC with the roster that Portland has, they're going to have to rely a lot on McCallum. They're going to have to rely a lot on Damian Lillard. Like, do they have enough in the gas tank? to get pounded every play by Westbrook going to the basket. You know, Paul right. George, Cantor on the inside, who's going to get offensive re Not Cantor, I'm sorry. Uh, the other guy, Stephen Adams. Stephen Adam. Adams. <laughs> Stephen Adams. Cantor <laughs> is on uh, Portland, though. Do, do you remember that? Um, Stephen Adams. <laughs> the, Stash, the Stash brothers, they're, like, they're reunited, yeah? <laughs> See? I told you there's mad in your windows with the series, though. <laughs> But like I, I just feel like OKC just has a little too much, and they're not—they're like a—they're like a sheep in wolf's clothing, a, a six seed that should really be a fourth, third, maybe second seed right. team. But you know. all right, so so I I got I I let it be known that I'm taking the Blazers in seven. What are you taking OKC in? I take OKC in seven. This is probably gonna be the best series game for game. I, I hope that all the all the games are close, like they're decided by. Two three points every game. Last shot, and <laughs> you know, like I think every game is going to be. I really think it's going to come down to like one or two possessions, yo. Right. You know what I mean? And that, but that's why. Okay, so you got OKC and seven. I'm taking Dame, yo. I just I, like. I believe Dame. This is the over the hump year. Now he may not get past the second round, but I just believe for for Portland to be a three seed in the West. That that's huge to me. That that that's yeah. huge to me. So, and yeah. I'm like, yo, they they've been through a lot. Like they've, you know, I don't know if Dame's ever been out the second round, but I just feel like now is their time to to get over that hump. This is the, this is the hump year. We'll see, man. We'll see. <laughs> All right, yo, we got to get to the last one. Um, after the break here, uh, Rockets versus Jazz. You know. I, y'all, y'all know where my where my allegiance stands when it comes to that to the beard, um, Rudy. Wait, before we go into the next the next one, you are you a Donovan Mitchell fan like that, right? Um, he's from New York. He's from the he's from the area that I that I grew up in. Um, right. I don't Not think. Sad. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Say less. But yeah, when we come back, we'll we'll jump right into that one, yo, and, and we'll take it from there. Thank you for tuning in with Like Word Sports, y'all. Last segment. Got a, you know, got a little disagreement between me and Young, right? You got, you got, <laughs> um, you taking Russ and the boys. Right. I'm going, I'm going with Dame and the boys. Dame Dollar. Plus, he, he rap better. Nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, our, our first disagreement. So. <laughs> Nonetheless, this next series, Rockets and the Jazz, yo. 
Rockets and the Jazz. Um, I'm gonna let you go first. I'm gonna let you go right. first on this one. Rockets and the Jazz. Who you got? Why? Scream at me. Um, I got the Rockets. Like it, like you stated previously earlier. Like with teams like um, teams like Denver, teams like Portland. Like I mm-hmm. feel like this year is the Jazz's year to get out the first round maybe mm-hmm. get out the second round just have one of those long runs i feel like this series in particular it's going to be pretty interesting it's going to be like one of those intriguing series where like you want to know how great james harden did mm-hmm. you want to know the outcome of the games but more likely because like, you want to know what james harden did at the end of the night like it's the playoffs he hasn't really had great playoff runs like last year was his best run and he ran out of gas i feel like chris paul got hurt so it's like mm-hmm. Things you want to see, you want to see Chris Paul finish, you know, the series healthy, a, eh? and you just want to know if James Harden explodes for a sixty-point game, he explodes for a fifty-point game, or he averages forty for the series. And I feel like outside of that, to me, that's that's the only reason why I would watch this particular series. I'm not really too big on on the Jazz. I like Donovan Mitchell, but I just feel like it's only Donovan Mitchell. Rudy Gobert, yeah, he's a great defensive player, but he doesn't really bring anything outside. Uh, a pick and roll offense and you know put back dunks and i just feel like the jazz they're one of those teams like they just play good enough to make it especially being in the west getting 50 wins but i don't feel like they're good to be you know in the second round or in in the western conference finals grinding it out so that's so a, you're taking the rockets in what in what game i'm taking the rockets in 6 okay all right so Here's the thing. The the Jazz beat OKC last year. And um, personally, they weren't. That was supposed to be, to me, a wash of a series for OKC. Donovan Mitchell was a rookie. You know, know, it it was supposed to be a wash. And we saw him step up um, drastically. I personally think he made his name in the playoffs. you know, the all-star break helped him and everything like that. But the playoffs, to see this, you know, going toe-to-toe with um, with Russell Westbrook was crazy. Um, right. So now he gets his chance against James Harden. Uh, go toe-to-toe him. And you know what? The the, the, He's not going to have the same outcome. I've got the Rockets in five. I got the, I got the Rockets in five, Rudy. Yo, this, I, don't, I don't think – I think this series is going to be – I, I don't think it's close. I don't think it's going to be close, yo, to be honest with you. Um, I'm giving them one. I'm giving them a gentleman's sweep because I believe Donovan Mitchell can get those guys to one game. But I just don't see I, – I don't see where they're going to be able to sustain it versus James Harden, man. I just and, – and that Rockets team, like, I just don't see it. So, I think I, I'm, I'm giving the Jazz one win, and that is it. And that that you know what's crazy too, young. That win may come at like game two. That right. win may come at game two. I, I believe that. I feel like I feel like the Jazz. They're they're good. They're, they're just not good enough. They don't have that extra umph. Like I, I'm a big fan, not big fan, but I like Donovan Mitchell a lot. I'm not a fan of Joe Ingles. I'm not a fan of Ricky Rubio. Like I just don't see anybody else that really helps him in the series. Right, you know, like they don't have, like for example, OKC and Portland. 
You got Dame Lillard. You got CJ McCollum. Two guys that are high-powered, you know, offensive guys. They can take over games at any moment. You know, they can go off for 30, 40 at any given point. Um, Westbrook and Paul George, same thing. Um, even with the Rockets, you have Chris. You have James. You have Eric Gordon who can come Eric off the bench. Gordon, man. Like, and, I mean, and the other dude uh, from Texas. Gerald Green. No, oh. he's from uh, uh, PJ Tucker. <laughs> Tucker, yeah. Yeah, like those guys, I feel like they've been in the trenches long enough where they see this series as, okay, this is a series we should win. And, you know, we may take some bumps along the road to get the get past this particular team. But I, I, don't, I just feel like they don't have enough to, to beat Houston. Like Houston, especially if James Harden goes, has one of those stretches where he goes, dumb like if he goes like 40 40 40 40 40 i wouldn't be surprised like in four right. straight games like, right. that'd be insane but it's not surprising because i just feel like the jazz just they don't have enough firepower to be like all right we're gonna keep up with james harden and also keep up with chris paul keep the game a uh, low scoring game keep james harden under 30 points like no that's not happening so like, yeah i, I, I Think I, I want to side with you and say it's probably going to be a four-one, but I, I got to give them at least you know two wins because you know they're playing at home. They're a pretty good home team, right? And the season series is actually tied, so that's yeah. another good thing. Yeah, but it, along with those season series, every game was like uh, a dis- major disparity, right? Yeah. Like there really neither one of those games were close, Rude. Um, so so it's like all right. Like how much how much stock am I going to put in that? So, like you said, I just think I just think um, the Jazz are coming into this like, yo, we can do this. We you know we did what we did last year. I just think it's going to be totally different, man. Like, I, I, you 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 said something about trying to keep up with James. I forget that. I just I just don't think James is going to let anyone keep up with him. Mm-hmm. How he's, yes. you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes. I, I just think he's just gonna all that all that talk, man. I'm gonna be the f- one driving the bus. Like, yo, look at my boy James now. It's just it, he's he's gonna carry that past them, you know. And I just don't think this series is going. It's going to be a like you said. You would you probably wouldn't really watch the series, and I think the, the series is going to play out that way. Right. This is gonna be one of those series that is going to have to be the only game on for that night because it, only- it may not come with eyes. And the only reason you watch it is just to see if James Harden goes stupid. That's it. Like that's right. that's how I right. feel. Yeah. So you got him in six. I got him in five. So you are we both saying this game, this series ain't going seven? No, this game, this this will not go seven. Chris Paul would not allow that. I feel like. Yeah. No way. No way. All right, yo. Um, now let's bring it. Let's bring it to the East Coast. You know, what I mean, we got we got to talk about the East. Um, I remember we was just talking earlier. You was you was kind of wishy washy on a couple of these series in the East, young. But we we definitely going to address that. I need you yes. to I need you to put a stamp on a couple of those, man. Like this is like we're sports, yo. Well, <laughs> <laughs> all right, yo. We we'll, we'll be right back after the after the break, and we'll start with our Eastern Conference.
right, and we're back. We're back. We're back. We just covered all the Western Conference uh, Western Conference for the first round. Young, let's jump right into the Eastern Conference. Let's start off with the series between the Bucks and Detroit Pistons. Young, I want to take this one on first. Listen, you you're biased. You know, <laughs> you know I do. Giannis, potential MVP this year. Right. Um, on the cover of NBA 2K. Right. Um, the non-deluxe version. Uh, <laughs> um, the Greek Freak got a great nickname. You know, the Bucks, number one seed in the entire NBA. Got a new first-year head coach because Jason Kidd got fired last year. Um, Chris Middleton is an NBA All-Star this year. Um, the Milwaukee fans, it's like a college atmosphere out there. They got everything going for them. But then you got them bad boys from Detroit, even though they're not the bad boys. My boy, the two big dudes down low. Pause. Um, <laughs> wow. Andre Drummond and Blake Griffin. And anybody that knows me knows I'm the biggest Blake Griffin fan, yo. And and I called it out, and I'm going to post it. I said Blake Griffin will average the most points per game this year in his career. This will be a career year for him. Has he done that? Check. You know what I mean? So I, I, I think Blake and Andre Drummond work very well together. I think they work very well together. Um, so I think this series, everything that I'm saying about the Bucks, everything that I'm saying about the Pistons, um, I mean, they got Reggie, Reggie Jackson, you know, they, they got my namesake on that team. They used to have Reggie Bullock. Um, they got, uh, what's the other dude from, from UNC, yo, Wayne Ellington on the team that can shoot the pill. So the only thing that I dislike is that the, um, the Pistons are a seed. They're a seed, so they're that they're that equates to a very inconsistent team. Being that the Bucks have been inconsistent, I mean, being the Bucks have been very consistent this year. I hate to say this, man. The Bucks gonna kill them, yo, Rudy. <laughs> the Bucks gonna kill them, man. And I don't want it to be that way. I, I listen. I got the Bucks winning this this series in five, yo. In five games, yo. I just I, I don't I, I don't want it to be that way. Listen, I'm going to be cheering against my prediction. Trust me, I'm going to go against it. But when I sit back and I look at everything, I, I just like fudge, man. Like it's 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 not gonna happen for them. The only way that I can see them winning more than one game, the only way is Reggie Jackson really has to step up. He 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 really does. Cause what that will do without that will give the Pistons a a perimeter um, threat. The Pistons really don't have a true perimeter threat. Blake can do that stuff now, but that's not what he that's not what he, that's not his makeup. He can do it, but it's not his makeup. You know what I mean? So I just feel like fudge, man. Like, they, you know, the Bucks, they're, this is a perfect matchup for them, and I, and I see it going 4-1 to one, even though I, 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 I don't want it to go that way. I want Blake to get to the second round. You know, go a little further without Chris Paul, without DeAndre Jordan, stuff like that. Um, but I just don't see it happening. Um, four to one, Bucks, gentlemen, sweet. 
Wow, you're 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 generous, very generous. I think this is a total wash. This is a sweet, like, <laughs> and, and, and it's not more so because of the Pistons. I feel like it's more so the Bucks. They they just have too many. They have so much firepower. They could go Eric Bledsoe. They got Michael Brogdon, Chris Middleton. They have Giannis. They got Brooke Lopez who can shoot the three. Like they have guys who are just solid at their positions. And being that the Pistons, they're they're in, like I feel like the Pistons are built and made up like a '90s team. Like they have a traditional big man, they have a traditional power forward. Like don't get me wrong, Blake can shoot the three now. He can shit hit. He can shoot the mid range. I, I just feel like their physical makeup, they're they're not 2019 ready. Like, mm-hmm. and it's, it's nothing against the Pistons. It's working for them. They made the playoffs. You know, 500 team, especially in the East. 500 East, that's pretty good. You know, and but the only thing I look at also is just the games that they played in the regular season. Every game was a blowout except for the second game back on December 17th. The games are right. generally close. Uh, they played December fifth, December seventeenth, January first, January 29th. All those games were like within a a six week period, almost eight week period, just about. So I I just think the Bucks sweep it. They get them out of there. The Bucks are ready to to make some noise in the playoffs. And the Pistons is just one of those teams that's just in the way. So they're just gonna get trampled. So you so you got this as a sweep, yo? I have it as a sweep. Four games, bye bye. Let's get them out. Sorry, yeah, Jalen. We're going to have to put a like word sports bet on that one. <laughs> my, my boy Blake ain't getting swept. All right, so look, 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 look. Here we go. If 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 the if the Pistons win one game, all I need them to win is one. I got to do, and you, we got to record it and, and put it in the group. I got to, if the Pistons win one, you got to give me, you got to give me, uh, nah, you got to give me 30 push-ups. Bet. If if they get swept though, I, I gotta give you, I gotta give you forty pushups because that that'll be ten a game. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Dang, let's go, boy. <laughs> I just I don't know, man. Like it's it's not it's nothing against the Pistons. It's just I feel like. The way that they're made up as far as a team, like they're, they look like a 90s team. Like, uh, I see Patrick Ewing, Charles Oakley, you know, like <laughs> Blake Griffin, and I'm not saying in comparison play wise, but like that's how right. they built like a 90s team. I don't think, like, especially with the with the Milwaukee Bucks, they're so versatile, they're so spread. Like, they play positionless basketball. Like, you can have Brogdon at the point guard, Chris Middleton at the two, Giannis playing four or five. Or the three, and then you know they can always mix it up. And I feel like it's just a big disadvantage for the Pistons because you got guys that are shooting threes, playing the five position. You got guys that are you know, just running up and down, looking like just you know just just what what was the uh, <laughs> the term? They're looking like horses on the court. You know, it's yeah. gonna be tough, man. I, just, I I I I agree with you that the Pistons are like a '90s team, but I have a different school of thought because. The league is going one way. If you don't maximize that, if you don't, if you're not able to contend or maximize the league going that way, I, I believe just go the total opposite way, and and you don't even got to be all that daggone good. So almost like a team like the Pistons. Now the Pistons have a '90s team. They've got 41 wins this year, 41 losses, but they're in the playoffs. 
yeah. right? And to go up against um, a, a 2019 team, a ready team. So I just think when 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 they're zigging, you should zag. You know what I mean? And then at some point, there will you guys will eventually meet up. But I I, I, I totally get what you're saying. They definitely are like a '90s team. I just believe. The, because the way the NBA is now, that to me is the only way you can beat that team, beat a, a, a team like that. Now, now I am no way, shape, or form to saying the Detroit Pistons are going to beat the Bucks because I, I think the Bucks are fine. I'm just saying, I think that way is something that that can work for teams, for GMs, for coaches if they try to zig when the Golden States of the world, when the Houston Rockets of the world are Zach. So I'm glad you put that disclosure up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, y'all. You know I had to. You know I had to. All right, let's let's get into the next one. Um, after the break, yo, we gonna come back with the Raptors and the Magic. Another one of my fan favorites, um, Raptors and the Magic, and I'll and I'll discuss that after the break. <clears throat> Welcome back. Welcome back to the Raptors. Yeah, the Raptors 2C with Kawhi Leonard play the Orlando Magic, yo. Before before we even go into this, yo, Rudy, when was the last time the Orlando Magic made the playoffs, yo? Uh, Go ahead. I want to hear what you were going to say. I was going to say since Dwight. Yeah, since Dwight, I think. uh, Yeah, since Dwight. But that was like what 2010 2011 I want to say yeah so like it, whoever's listening when y'all listen to this go check it out go go see when the last time Orlando Magic has made the playoff before 2018 2019 I think it was since the white so it's a congratulations to them congratulations to them uh to getting in the playoffs for the and, and they're not even the AC which is pretty dope um but let's get into a young I'll, I'll you know you got the mic Raptors magic, what you got? Scream at um Raptors magic. Um, I think this is one of those it's one of those series, it's, it's a little weird. Orlando Magic, yeah, they're the seventh seed, but they're also the Southeast Division champions. Look that okay. up. Okay. <laughs> okay. Which is pretty weird. I've never seen a Southeast or any division champion being as low as a seventh seed. So it's kinda it's kinda I don't know, it's kind of weird, but once again, it's one of those intriguing series just to see how Kawhi Leonard does, like just to see the the makeup of the Toronto Raptors in the playoffs. I feel like this series would be a 4-1 gentleman sweep. Um, Orlando, to me, I, I I don't even know who's on Orlando. I couldn't even tell you the starting model. I just thought they have a dude named Evan Fournier who always kills the Knicks. Uh, <laughs> they got... Um, they got uh, what's his name? The dude that Shaq West made the song about him. Who? Mo, Mo Bamba. Mo right? Bamba. Right. Yeah. Like he's not, he may not even be playing because he's hurt. I was gonna say I think he's injured, young. DJ Augustine, I think. Yes, you know I, he's always been a fan favorite of mine because of Two K. That's neither and here that, nor there. And after that, I have to say Jameer Nelson, Rashard Lewis, like. <laughs> That's how they're. That's how so they're wait, the rest of the rosters made up. Yeah. So wait. Yeah, I'm not laughing because I don't think that, what, what, this is funny. I'm not gonna allow you to disrespect my boy, Baby Blake Griffin. Oh, All right? Aaron Gordon. I forgot about him. Okay. Thank you. Don't don't disrespect my boy, yo. <laughs> Baby Blake. I just I just honestly feel like 
being that they're a young team, they're their first time in the playoffs, possibly, if if unless they're mi- miss, missing something within the last seven years, eight years. Um, mm-hmm. Aaron, Aaron Gordon, he's tough. He's a great player. He's developed his outside game a little bit. I, I just don't see the them just beating the Toronto Raptors, a team that led the East for a greater part of the year. You have Kawhi mm-hmm. Leonard, who is probably one of the you know top five players in the league. Um, you have Kyle Lowry, who to me, he may not even, he's like a underrated point guard, but he's right. not great, not the greatest point guard. You know, he just does what he does. And right. you have a team that's basically made up to, to, to try to make sure that Kawhi Leonard stays. You know, you got Siakam, who I have no clue how to even say his name. Pascal Siak- right. Siakam. But he, be, he be balling up, yo. <laughs> he's balling. He's having a great year, so... Uh, I don't think, I don't think the Orlando Magic, I, mean, I, I off the hype and the and the and the just the highness okay. of being in the playoffs, they may win a game, but other than that, I think the series is over four one. Like it's right. you know, bye bye. Yeah. All right. So I, I disagree with you. All right. Yeah. So that's the first. Um, Aaron Gordon, like you said, he has he has worked on his game. Um, and that's the one thing I like about the NBA. When you see these guys in college and they're kind of like one dimensional and then they get to the NBA and they become like significantly better. I like to see that because it shows that those guys were working on their, on their game. And I think Aaron Gordon is the epitome of that. He came in. I, I personally think he came in the league even more raw than Blake Griffin. And now he's like the leader of a team and he's got a team to the playoffs without, you know, unlike Blake Griffin, without another all-star on his team. You know, Blake had Chris CP3, but it's like, geez, man, like Aaron Gordon, he, he he's my guy, you know what I mean? And I like how he flourished, but he is going against the Toronto Raptors. I do have the Raptors winning this series, but Rudy, I think it's going to be in six, Rudy. Wow. Let me, let me tell you. Yes, I can see. Yes, yo, because l- let me ask you this. What's the seat? I know you know this. What's the season series? It's tied 2-2. Two, two. Oh, oh, Okay. Right, and we would think that Toronto Raptors are so much better than the Orlando Magic, but the season series is tied two two. So I m- my point to that is, Orlando's not coming in here thinking that they can't beat Toronto. They 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 beat them this year. You know what I mean? So I don't I don't think the mind game is there. I don't I don't think the oh we're the bigger brother, you're the little brother, like, you know what I mean? Just lay down. I, that's not going to happen. Especially for a team that is their first time being in the playoffs in, jeez, in a decade. Right. Right? So, yes, I have Orlando losing this series, but I almost, like, yo, I, I think it's going to go six games. Yo, I, Root, listen, I don't think I'm going out on a limb here. I do not think I wouldn't be surprised if this series goes seven. I really wouldn't, man. Evan Fournier, the 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 Nick, the New York Knickerbocker killer, you know, Aaron Gordon, DJ Augustine, Jameer Nelson. Um, <laughs> he really said Jameer Nelson. Boy from uh from Florida State, he got all the hair. You mean DJ Augustine? Nah, from Florida State, he's a tall, the tall, dark skinned dude, real skinny. He went Peyton? to FSU. No, he's not. Nah, not Eldrin Payton. No, he's a he was a rookie last year, young. 
I have no idea. Not Lonnie Walker. Lonnie Walker went to Miami. Nah, not him. I know him too. And he's yeah, he went to Miami. But I forget I forget his name. Um but anyway But wait I just I just I have to stop you. You literally said Jameer Nelson. He's probably not even he's retired, Reggie. (laughs) Wait. Wait. No, he's not. He's on somebody's team. Denver. I think. Oh, see. I said it jokingly. I said it jokingly, though. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got to get back. We got to get back. I said Jameer Nelson. You know why you're talking about the White House and all that stuff? <laughs> but DJ Augustine does does remind me of Jameer Nelson, though. So that's, that's probably what you really meant. Huh? Is JJ Reddick on the team, too? <laughs> <laughs> to, just to get back on track. Um, I'm going to ask you a, a series of questions and just answer them for me. Who did the Toronto Raptors lose to last year in the playoffs? Uh, the Cavs. Who did the Cavs have on their team that's not on their team this year? LeBron. That's all I'm saying. Look, they don't have to deal with LeBron this year. They don't even have to like deal with a team named the Cavaliers. Like, I have to feel like I'm- Toronto is it's gonna be a better year for Toronto when it comes to playoffs. And I don't think that they're gonna come in and, and let the magic, mind you, they've they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals, lost to the Cavs, or yeah. they've lost to the Cavs every year, and the Cavs have won and gotten to the you know to the NBA Finals. I don't think that a team like the Magic, it's gonna it's gonna leave an impression on them and say, well, you know, we have to win this game. Like, no, we're coming in, we're gonna win this game, we're gonna handle business and move on to the next round. And if the Toronto Raptors don't have that 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 physical makeup that 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 mental stability to think all right we're not dealing with lebron every team in the east should be you know walked through for us up until maybe when they play the bucks then the, 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 they're done i feel like the Toronto raptors are finished they're not going to get past the second round all right all right i mean listen i, I got i got the raptors winning the series but i just i just don't think that it's going to be a, a cakewalk. I, re- I really don't think so. I really don't think so. I, I, don't, I just don't see it being a cakewalk. You do. You think it's going to? They're going to take care of their business and dominate. That could. Ver- I could see that, Rudy. But I just. I. I, I can't, yo. I, maybe I'm not. I don't, I don't want to see that. I want to see the magic rock out a little bit. Like make this a series. I want to see this series get tied at at some point. Either be at one one. Or two to two. That's that's what I would love to see that because now that would show me the makeup of Kawhi Leonard. You know what I'm saying? Everyone puts this guy as a top five player, you know, all the time. And I'm not saying he's not. I like to see that. I want to see you earn your 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 credibility when this is your team. You wanted to get away from the Spurs. You want now you're in the East with no LeBron. Let me see how you rock now. And so right. I will want his his will tested. I will want to see it tested, and I think it will get tested a lot in the first round versus a Magic team because after they beat them, they're going to play a, 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 another good team. You know what I mean? And then everyone will be like, well, he lost to a team that made it to the Eastern Conference Finals or whatever, whatever. So right. I just want to see. Go through a little bit of struggle and let me see you see if you can rock, uh, rock back, yo. That's all. I dig, I dig. All right. All right, the next one, yo, we will talk about 
where I'm closer to this Philadelphia 76ers versus them Brooklyn Nets. We'll be and back after this. That's where I closely grew up at, so you know what I mean? Yeah, we go. I got to see what you got to say. You also a Knicks fan, but yeah. we will hold that when you come back. <laughs> yes, sir. All right. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the No, no, that's not that's that's Mace that sings that, but welcome back to the uh, Brooklyn Nets in the Philadelphia 76ers segment. Um Rue, you wanna go first? You wanna take the mic on this? What you got? I'm gonna let you go first. Only because it's Philly, you know what I mean? You're close to Philly. I mean Okay. And, yeah. All right, so I, I'll definitely take take the reins on this one. Um, so earlier in in the year, at the beginning of the season, um, and also I made this declaration um, when the Sixers traded for Jimmy Butler, I had the Philadelphia 76ers going to the Eastern Conference Finals. That's what I had. So in turn, I think they beat the Brooklyn Nets um, this series. Here's the thing. I view this series the same as I view the Raptors in the Magic. I do not think it's going to be a cakewalk. I, I just don't think it's going to happen. I think Sixers win this series in six games. I think they win it in six. I think there's going to come a point in time where I can even see this and this is, people may say I'm real crazy for this, but I can see this series where the Brooklyn Nets are leading in this series. I can see a point series. Meaning whether they win the first game or they go up two to one, I, I can see that. I just think Philly is such a is a much much better team than them. Um, that I personally think even if the the Nets were up three to one, that the Sixers would still win the game, still win the series. I just think they're that much better of a team um, than the Nets. Even though I think the Nets will put up a great fight, um, it's just not going to be enough. It's not going to be enough. Um, I really think the X factors for the Sixers are Tobias Harris and, and Jimmy Butler. I think Jimmy Butler's made for this. He's one of those players. Like, you, you know what's crazy? We was talking about this when I was in Miami, yo. Um, like, Jimmy Butler, like, he gets better, like, in the playoffs, it, it seems like. It's almost like Paul Pierce. Right? Paul Pierce was a consistent player, but in the playoffs, no one can stop that dumb move that he always did two dribbles to the right and then a slide over and he would shoot it and it's like Jimmy Butler has like certain moves like that so I just think it's going to be too much I don't think it'll be too many blowouts but it, I just think it's going to be way too much for the Nets to make this uh, uh, you know like oh wow like to just try to win this series but I got the Sixers and Six yo talk to me you New York kids um First off, I would love to congratulate the Nets on making the playoffs. Congratulate D'Angelo Russell on changing his whole career path. Mm-hmm. In, you know, coming from LA and all the issues he had in LA to coming to Brooklyn and becoming mm-hmm. an all-star and you know, potential leader of the team. Just the whole, you know, organization of the Nets gotta, you know, give it up, clap it up. 42 and 40 mm-hmm. on the year, you know. It's it's a great year. 
but I'm a Knicks fan. I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. And I right. I don't like it. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. I don't like it not one bit. Like the Nets, come on. They're like the baby brother team of like me. Like if you're from New York, you know, there's certain teams you like, depending on where you're from. You know, if you're from right. the Bronx, you're a Yankees fan. If you're from, you know, Queens, you're a Mets fan. You know, it, you're either a Giants fan or a Jets fan. You're either a Rangers or an Islanders fan. Now, right. being that the Nets, they're, they're, they're young in comparison to where they're actually at in Brooklyn. Like, the Knicks were always the primary team in New York. There was no other team to love or like. Unless you go back to, you know, the, the 1970s, you know, the ABA days when you had the New York Nets. So being mm-hmm. that the Brooklyn Nets are now a playoff team, you know, it's Brooklyn, the energy's different. So a lot of the younger, you know, the younger generation of, of, of basketball lovers, they see Brooklyn as, you know, a better team than the Knicks. Because I'm not going to lie, in the last decade or so, maybe two decades, because it's, it's, it's almost been 20 years since the Knicks made their finals mm-hmm. run as far as, um, you know, the Nets, I, I can say, have been a better team. They've been to the finals twice, but, you know, uh, with uh, Jason Kidd and Richard Jefferson and Kenny Martin, that team. Uh, they've been in the playoffs, in and out here and there. You know, they may have had a couple years out, but... Just to see them in the playoffs, it's a good thing for New York. It's a great thing for Brooklyn, but I'm a Knicks fan. I want them to get swept because I don't want to see Brooklyn do anything good in the playoffs. Oh, wow. But Tell us how you really feel, Jan. I agree with you. I think it's going to be a 4-2 a, a to win for the 76ers, to be honest. Okay. Uh, I feel like D'Angelo Russell is a great player. I don't think he – like, who is he going to guard? He's going to have to guard J.J. Reddick. There's no way he's guarding Ben Simmons. Like, no. No. And if he does guard – JJ Reddick, who's gonna guard Ben Simmons? Like this, this team is just made of mismatches and crazy matchups. Tobias Harris, to me, one of the best players on the 76ers. Low efficiency right. rating. He doesn't have to have the ball in his hands for him to score 20 every night. He shoots great percentages from three. I, I just feel like the 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 76ers, they are one of those teams that are, are they're built to be in the playoffs. Jimmy Butler, like you said, he's the type of player. He gets better every game. So I just feel like as long as Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid are consistent, Tobias Harris, who's also from New York, so this this is like a homecoming for him. You know, I'm, right. <clears throat> I, I, it's a stretch to say it's going to be 4-2. I want to say it's going to be swept, but I have to give Brooklyn at least a win or two, being that you know it's the playoffs, that crowd is going to be ridiculous. I could just imagine Atlantic Boulevard like the right. big spaceship of a stadium in the middle of it. So I, I agree with you. It'll go four two, and seventy uh, six is just too much to handle for the for the Brooklyn Nets. I agree. It's it's just like you you brought up a lot of good points. Like it's just too much. The, the Sixers have too much, and that's why. Like I, I said, man, they you know getting Tobias Harris that that was almost like now that I'm looking at it like. That, it's almost like that's cheating. You already got Jimmy Butler, right? Like, but adding like Tobias Harris, who's like taller. It's just you know, it's, it's just going to be a lot. It's, it's a lot, man. Like for, for Brooklyn to tr- to try to handle, um, you know, it's it's just going to be a lot. I think what what'll happen is um, if if the Nets get those two games, it's going to be and people aren't going to like that I'm saying this, but it's the truth. It's going to be because of Joel Embiid is playing, is trying to be too much of a guard. Right. 
he's not playing inside and maybe taking a lot of you know jump shots and things like that yep sorry yeah if if that's what if that's you know if this is going to be a series it's going to be because of that now i'm not saying he won't have numbers joel's probably going to get his numbers regardless but you know he's going to be is he going to be three for 12 from the three you know that's like too many threes yo right right so um that's that's what i can see happen but yeah, I got I got the Sixers and six. You got the Sixers and six, and then I um they'll move on. But I, w- I definitely want to get into um, the Celtics versus the Pacers um, because those 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 dudes out in Boston have been you know have had a have had an interesting season to say the least. They had a a very interesting season. So we'll get into that uh, when we come back uh, for our last segment of the day. All right, welcome back to the Celtics versus Pacers NBA playoff segment. Young, I know you got something to say about this one. Do I? Which is yourself. Um, to talk about these boys from ball. But I want you to let me know how this series is going to play out. You got the mic. Scream at me. All right, first of all, I got to give a, a shout out to the boy Kyrie. This man yes. is probably one of the, yes. to me, to me, one of the best point guards in the NBA right now. But the dysfunction, the tox, the tox, toxic. How you? I don't even know how to say it. Toxicity. Toxicity. The toxicity of the go. Celtics will cause the series to either go two ways. And I, I said it in my, I said it in, in our conversation earlier. I'm undecided. It can mm-hmm. go two ways. If the Indiana Pacers get out and just play the best basketball they can play in the first two or three games, maybe get a 2-1 lead on the Celtics, I feel like the mm-hmm. Pacers have the series. The series may be over. Like, the body oh, language wow. of the Celtics, you know, the the just the dysfunction, the chemistry, like, everything is just, to me, I feel like they're a team full of front runners. You know, when they're playing good, Everybody's happy. Everybody's hype. Everybody's throwing high fives, giving pats, doing their handshakes. But when they're down, they're one of those teams to me that they there's no way they should have been less than a two seed. You know, they they they've been so inconsistent up and down, and it could be Kyrie's fault. It you know maybe somebody else's fault. It could be the coaching. It just be the team chemistry, the team buildup. But hold on, it, let me let me uh, stop you real quick, young. So what I'm gonna do is because you just said. <laughs> Like they're a bunch of bandwagons. I am going to go out of my way to make sure I tag a whole bunch of Boston Celtics fans from Boston. And I'm like, this is young Rue. This is what he said. Carry on. (laughs) Now, if for whatever reasons, the Celtics, they put everything to the side. Hey, look, it's the playoffs. Let's just all get on the same page. This could be a sweep. And the craziness about this particular series is that you could get both sides of the spectrum just depending on a couple of guys. If Kyrie's happy, you know, he plays good. Let's say the Celtics, you know, they breeze through the first round. But if Kyrie's not happy, Rozier, Scary Terry isn't happy, you know, Marcus Smart isn't happy, Mar- um, Markeith Morris, he's playing bad, Gordon Haywood mm-hmm. wants more minutes, you know, 
the coaching staff has no clue what to do. This could be one of those series where a team, to me, that should be a less than a two seed may lose in the first round. And I, I want to see Pacers, and I get it, they don't have Oladipo. They're, they're like one of those teams that we spoke about earlier. They're like the Hawks, like the Denver Nuggets. They're a team full of guys that just play great basketball. You know, everybody thought once Oladipo was gone, they'd be done, but they, they've held themselves you know, they've held themselves down and you know gained the playoff spot. And not just the playoff spot, a fifth seed. They're not that far oh, off yeah. the Boston Celtics. They're basically a game decided. So you know, you win two games here, Boston Celtics lose two games there. You know, the the records are flip flop, and you have a five Celtics seed versus a Pacers four seed. So right, I, and I I want to give it to the Celtics, but I just feel like there's too much dysfunction. There's too much just ridiculousness going on within that organization and I want Kyrie to be a New York Knicks. So, Pacers oh in six games. <laughs> Pacers in six games. Pacers in and six games. Heard, Reggie, he said more stuff. No, from what I heard, it's all because he wants Kyrie in New York. <laughs> That's really what he wants. <laughs> so, alright, let me let me, let me me set the record straight here. You have a lot of Bostonians coming at you. Trust me, Rudy, you know me. I'm going to put this, I'm like, yo, listen to the Boston Celtics Indiana Pacers segment. And I'm going to tag so many people on Twitter. Um, Rudy, this is going to be a gentleman sweep. The Pacers are going to win one game. I'm giving them one game. It's, it's uh, yo, it's, it's not going to happen. I just think, um, I just think that the Pacers are going to put up a really, really good fight. I just think that they're not going to have enough. Um, and I, and that's why I'm giving them one game. Because if you put up a good fight, that stuff can last. It can last um, a couple quarters. It can last for a game. Um, but, it, you know, it's not lasting. All right? So I just think that the, pace, the, um, the Celtics are going to I personally think they're going to be a completely different team in the playoffs. Now, what what am I basing that off of? The players that they have. So we all, we, you know, look at look at their team, Rudy. They have a lot of experienced playoff players, a lot on that roster. Kyrie, Gordon, um, Al Horford, J- Jason Tatum, uh, so so many other people. Um, Brown, the uh, the other kid. The other kid. Sorry about that. We did have technical difficulties right there, but I'll just pick up where I left off. Um, I just think the Boston Celtics, um, they have, like I said, a lot of uh, experience. Uh, players that have been in the playoffs, they have a lot of it. Um, I was I was mentioning Gordon Haywood, Kyrie, Marcus Smart, Jason Tate. Um, I, what is the point guard's name, Rudy? The backup, Terry Rozier. Terry Rozier. Terry Terry. Jalen Brown. They just got so like they got so many guys that have like playoff experience now, and I think we're going to see the Boston Celtics be who everyone thought they were going to be. I think we're actually going to see them, um, I, I you know be that team. I really do. I think they're going to be, coming out of the first round of the playoffs, uh, Young, I think the Boston Celtics are going to be looked at as one of the best teams coming out of um, the playoffs, out of the first round. I think, and that's just what I believe. I think they're going to take 
I think people are going to look at it like this. I'll be honest with you. Um, they're going to say Golden State looks really good. I think they'll, they'll say the Sixers. The, they're they're going to say, uh, of course, that's my son. But uh, they're going to say the, um, uh, the the Rockets look really good. They're going to say uh, who else? I said the Bucks, the Warriors, and and I think it's going to be the Celtics. I think those are going to be the teams that people are going to be like, wow, they look really good in the playoffs, yo. So the, the only I, reason I, I disagree with you, and it's it's because of how the season went. Yeah, I get it. Playoffs is totally different. But just the consistency of the Celtics. Like, if you look at it stat-wise, they, they're not a great road team. They went 20, 21-20 on the road. Indiana went 19-22. Mm-hmm. and 22. You know, they're, once again, like, I feel like they're mirror images of themselves as far as when it comes to analytics. You know, they're, they're not... The Celtics should be so much better. And I, as a person who's looking at the playoffs... If they're not that consistent in the season, you know, which 82 games, a span of six months, you know, right. I have what what do I have to believe that from six months of play that they're gonna change it up for the next four weeks or the next right. six weeks, seven weeks? You know, like the, the <clears throat> internal issues, if they haven't been solved by you know, by season's end, then they're not gonna be solved for the playoffs. So mm-hmm. I just feel like and I, once again, I am biased. I want Kyrie to be a New York Nick, but once again, <laughs> you know, I, I just feel like if the Pacers play, you know, just the best basketball they can play, being that they're in the playoffs, and it's not like they don't have players on that team. They still got guys right. who can still hoop. They still got guys, you know, like Miles Turner, who you know is an up, up and coming big man. You know, yeah, they, they still have players who could still play. You know, so it's just if they can beat the Celtics in the first two games, maybe, you know, split split the first two games, possibly go one one and grab one at home or grab two at home. I feel like the Pacers can win the series, man. I really do. And it's nothing. And then that sets New York up to get Zion Williamson and Kyrie Irving. A man could dream. And don't forget KD. Thank you. Yes. That's that's why I'm ending it right now. Um <laughs> Somehow we brought up the New York Knicks and all of this. You you know how to do it, y'all. You know how to do it. You'd be mad if you saw what I'm wearing. <laughs> oh man, the New York Knicks shorts. The Knicks shorts with the with the Knicks warm up shirt. Oh my gosh, yeah. That's all right. But um, yo man, listen, young. Thank you for today's show, man. Giving your input, giving your insight. You know what I mean. Even though you're gonna be wrong on a lot of this, and you know I'm gonna post it. So, first of all, we agreed on a lot of things, so don't act like you know, act like you act like <laughs> we agreed on a lot of things. There's a couple that we didn't, but right, I feel right. like you know we're, we're kind of spot on. I feel like we're kind of spot on. All right, all right, but yeah, man. Um, listen, y'all, all the viewers, there there will be a link um, that you guys can support the Like Word Sports Show. You know, any support will help. You know, we're trying to get it out there, get more listeners, get it on different platforms. Um, that's what the support will be. If we get a certain amount of listeners, we can able to put it on many different platforms so you guys can just listen to it um, outside of just Anchor. But um, guys, listen, always remember to give God thanks, GDT. 
and uh, stay up. Like Word Sports. We out. Yep.